On today's episode of The Glue Guys, we had to come back so soon to talk to you all because there was a report that Kyrie Irving in a group chat has discussed starting his own basketball league. So we'll talk about that and the craziness behind all that. And we have so many lovely, delicious details about how the NBA may actually look when it goes to Orlando. So we will dive into all of that, Brian. And we missed you. And we missed you. Just a day. That's all it takes. 24 hours. We start missing you guys. Welcome back to the glue guys. This is Mike here. Say hello, Brian. Hello. Check us out on Twitter at BK glue guys, nets, daily.com, the athletic. You can get 40% off wow, 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 an wow, wow, annual wow. subscription to the athletic. And guess who's a new athletic subscriber. Am I? Oh yeah, I did it. I signed up <laughs> <laughs> Signed up for the first time. Did my 30 day trial. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm glad you are, man. It's, <laughs> It's, uh, that was authentic. It, that was an authentic read. This is a, I promise this was not rehearsed. So, and this is going to be an experiment because at the end of the 30 days, we're going to see if Brian, if we have lured Brian into paying for his own sports content. Or if I'll just have signed up on and forgotten about it and just been, you know, <laughs> and then been the, making then payments. The athletic charges you $1,000 a day. Yeah. Um, I think everyone, if they give it a shot, if they have the money to do so, you will be quite intrigued to actually pay for your sports content because what you get is much better content than what you're getting on the internets even though the athletic is also an internet company yeah. brian paradoxically yeah um so pretty interesting so if you are a dedicated follower of the glue guys you would say hey mike and brian we just got a podcast from you a scant 24 hours ago mm-hmm. what are you doing yeah. my ears can't take this much glue guys in this amount of time Here's what's happening. Since we posted our last pod, our last pod was focused specifically on Kyrie Irving's sort of mission within the NBPA to have players reevaluate exactly what they should do in terms of Orlando, relating to social justice, relating to health. Uh, Kyrie's got a lot of criticism about that. And we had a whole pod about why we kind of just generally think Kyrie's doing his job. At least that's how I feel. And there's other implications. Then after we released that episode, a tweet was layered on top of us from one Stefan Bondi from the New York Daily News about how uh, a source told him that within a team group chat that Kyrie Irving has brought up of how players should not be going to Orlando and that Kyrie has brought up the discussion of starting a players-only league. The players should start their own league. And that got the Twitter biosphere all bubbling up again. Um, Brian, do you hate Kyrie as much as everyone else on the internet? Um, wow, man. He's just, <laughs> the hits just keep on coming for, for Cherboy. Um, I would really like to see what this, I, I, I mean, if we're going to go with, he's saying some crazy stuff in the group chat, like, let's see it. Give me the, give me the screenshots. Give me the pics. I want to see how it was written out because like, it's one thing to softball, like, we should just start our own league. Like, forget these guys. It's another thing to be like, here's a pitch deck. I, I stayed up late last, last night. And I worked. <laughs> <laughs> I worked. Here's a business proposal, what it would look like. 
can you guys put in some money? Let's get some, let's get a fundraising round together. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that's, those yeah. are two different things. It's like, uh, one's a funny, like an aside, the other one's worrisome, you know? And I, and I'm pretty sure it was the first one. That's my, that's my line of thinking. Well, I, I got to think, I, I think that every single NBA player at one point or the other, at least one that has a certain amount of power within the league would have thought, you know, we should probably just do our own league because I, and I, so there's a lot in there. So Bondi is also kind of reported after the fact that, that this Kyrie Irving message to his teammates that they should start their own league was not necessarily in response to the bubble situation. And what's interesting is that Bondi himself retweeted Ryan Rosillo saying, Ky- this is the quote from Rosillo, Kyrie telling other players that they should start their own league is not new. He's talked to teammates about it this season. Based on what I was told, KD was not as enthusiastic. So what's funny about all of that, so Bondi's initial tweet does make it seem like this was hand-in-hand within a very recent conversation about the Orlando bubble and about the players starting their own league. It's like when we're figuring, when we're getting more and more information, Kyrie suggests that the players should start their own league was maybe way in the past. It may have just been a thing he's brought up. And I don't, it, it, oh, I mean, one, that shouldn't be shocking to anyone. Every single player who can see how much money the NBA is making from their TV contract, and then they see how much they're making, I guarantee every single player feels this way. The owners are taking too much of our money. Guarantee it. I would too. I felt this way when I worked at P.F. Chang's as a back waiter, and I was hustling out those wonton soups and those those lettuce wraps, those chicken lettuce wraps. I was feeling I'm making, I'm doing the Lord's work down here in the dungeons of P.F. Chang's. The, the corporate sponsors who live in Orlando or Arizona making too much of the money. Mike, I should be making more of that. We've money. been doing this show a long time, and I had no idea that all these years I was sitting across from a commie bastard the entire time. <laughs> I hear yellow commie son of a gun. I knew it. I knew it. Um, I, I honestly don't think everyone gets so Kyrie's in this vortex of negativity involving you know how he's inserting himself in the conversation in this moment. And it's kind of crazy to me that that's happening. Um, For him, I imagine he did a bunch of of posts on Instagram, uh, not about this specifically, but more about social injustice. And, you know, there are things that Kyrie does that he inflicts harm on himself directly. And and it goes all the way back to that comment when he's listing all the players on the Nets who should be on the team and need help. And then basically by not listing – Jared Allen and a few others, he's saying that those are the guys that should be traded. That is self-inflicted harm. This is makes it understandable why Kyrie so distrusts certain people in the media or just the general non-within-the-locker-room folk because something like this happens and he becomes a villain again and it's kind of unjustified. <laughs> Um, who was it on Twitter? Shout out to, I think it was Morris, Triboy Morris on Twitter, who's like, uh, you know, who's still on that group chat is D'Angelo Russell, known, verified, blue check marked, approved snitch of the highest order, internet snitch. Um, so you can Dude, maybe, there's no way D'Lo's on a group. Of course, yeah, no, I should, I should be more responsible. Yeah, <laughs> there's no, because here's how these group texts typically work. Yeah. A guy from a team comes onto the team and they all form a new one every season delos of the old regime there's no way that like there's a running 
like just people continually get added on that like Yogi Ferrell's still on the group text for the Nets. It's not like a, a Slack group. It's a text chain. And I'm sure like every time the season begins, all the players get on a certain text chain. They're not, the, the NBA isn't gifting all these players the Nets text chain. It's not like when a president comes into office, they get the whitehouse.gov Twitter feed. No, it's it's a new chain. Delo's not on that chain. I feel Morris, like we, I love we're you. not on the chain. Now about to workshop an idea for a professional team-based group chat uh, platform, Mike. Uh, but before we get into that, I feel like there's there's some kind of elaborate mating ritual going on from a bird outside my window. Let me just go close that really quick. Okay? <laughs> and this considers our long-running series of Brian breaking away from the podcast to confront animals, either his cat who likes to defecate within his office, or now a bird who is mating outside his window. Um, Were you talking about Twitter? That you're uh, No, I'm, I'm talking about how you continually break away from the podcast to address animals <laughs> yeah, yeah. in your surroundings. <laughs> it is. I feel like I'm in the country out here all of a sudden. To me, the low-key villain, and really this should be the guy that's like pushed front and center, not Bondi, even though everyone on Nets Twitter seems to dislike Stefan Bondi, just doing his job, just a guy doing his job. Non-Nets Twitter hates Kyrie Irving. That's known. Passionately so in certain places, Boston, Cleveland. The person who's the villain is the person who leaked this information to Stefan Bondi. Because to me, the one place that really exists that is like a safe zone, or at least should be a safe zone, it's not the locker room, it's a group text. What is said in a group text should never, ever, I'm I'm a member of the press. I am uh, a member of free speech. Group text, though, should be a sanct place, a sanctimonious place. I think sanctimonious is bad. A sanctuary for communication amongst a group of people, whether a friend group, whether a coworker group. It should be a place where you can have a conversation like saying, hey, we should start our own league. Hey, maybe we should all reevaluate the Orlando bubble. That's not the place that it needs to be blasted out. And again, we kind of talked about this group text thing. I would think, I don't know this for a fact, I would think that the it's only players on the group text. I don't think it would be coaches. I don't think it would be like trainers. Maybe a trainer could be thrown in there a couple of times. Like I'm thinking all the way back to when Blake Griffin punched that trainer in the face. They were very good friends. So maybe he was a part, at pre-punch, they were really good friends. Maybe he was a part of group text with a couple of other people. But if this is a player-centered group text that were Kyrie Irving is feeling comfortable enough to have these sort of big conversations with other members of his team, the person who leaked that information is a DOG, a dog, in a bad way. Not a D-A-W-G, a dirty dog. I mean, I, I don't, who's putting that information out there? Who's the guy, the hashtag Brooklyn Mole, that is leaking personal text Not messages? Not just putting it out there, also putting it out there as though it was the pitch deck and not the funny aside, we should start our own league. We should actually dig into what it would look like if they started their own league, by the way, because I don't think that that solves any of your problems because you're basically just like putting it away one generation of players to owners away. Because like basically if you were Kyrie Irving and LeBron James and a bunch of these guys who are like going to be the workers co-op owned league, like just as soon as you guys retire, you're going to be the owners of that league and then you're going to be drafting in new players and they're gonna, you're going to be the owners of the league now and you're going to be ex in the exact same position, but you just you're in control. I mean, which is fine, which is interesting. It's a good power play, but let's call it what it is. This is like, uh, yeah. And to dive even deeper into the player-owned league, 
the biggest issue that would be created is the arena problem because every NBA owner owns their arena. And if they don't own the arena, it means that like an NHL owner owns the arena. But I think pretty much every NBA owner in the NBA, except for like a situation with Steve Ballmer, where the Clippers are a tenant of the Lakers, they own the arena. So if you plan on having a league of players only, and I, again, it's not that, but well, I they mean, wouldn't have a place to play. Think about the timing of this, though. If you're going to pull off this, this, uh, this power Seismic play, shift. <laughs> this shift, we we can't go into the arenas right now. Everyone's going to Orlando. I mean, if you're going to do it, now's the time, Kyrie. That's that's great. It's genius. It would be fun if, <laughs> if there was just a, a complete. It, but if it was Little just like, let's style. say it was like twenty five percent of the players, where there were still like LeBron stayed in the NBA, Chris Paul stayed in the NBA because they have super big contracts and they're older. But then if like Devin Booker and Kyle Kuzma, if like a younger group of players did a brand, so we get the ABA back in a way, a competing league, and then the draft becomes more fun because and then ready players for this decide. Mind yes. blown. They go no three point line reverse of the ABA. <laughs> <laughs> Right? See what's going to happen here? A big... Trampolines. Tr- slam ball. Bringing back... Slam, slam ball. ball. Just, just bring back... Maybe the- Kyrie just wants to play slam ball. Like, <laughs> could have been as innocent as a slam ball. There's an amazing podcast, I'm not going to remember. It might be the, the show Startup, I think, the Gimlet show, that did... They did a, a, a season of just like random stories about different startups, and slam ball was one of them. Really good. Really strong recommend. Such an interesting... Like What a, Maybe what a maniac reason. who started that business, right? <laughs> just trampoline-infused physical basketball. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> it seems like the most dangerous thing you could possibly be doing. Luckily, like, life. nobody truly, like, broke their neck doing that. Um, I think yeah. there's some, there's some like, provisions in... I don't think it would be home insurance, but it, there, there's something, like... It, they'll ask you if you own a trampoline, if, you, if you're trying to get, like, medical insurance or something, because trampolines and motorcycles... Are the two most dangerous things you could own they, in your life? There's there's a uh, part in it where he talks about how they were trying to do like an overseas uh, like PR trip or whatever, and one of the spokesperson who was like a player for the league, uh, I'm not gonna remember his name, but like was you know elite dunker, trampoline dunker, right? He would go to like China, and he was like, <laughs> the problem with going to China is like you know in in America like you can you'll meet some people who have grown up around trampolines like. Nobody in China ever like saw trampolines. So when you get them out there to do like layup lines, they like <laughs> they, it's like you know getting a baby deer on the trampoline. You know they just like fall over. <laughs> it's just like, anyways, we, we might have to cut that out. But <laughs> no, I mean yeah. if that's what was said on the show. That was not... said on the show. I just think it was really funny to be like he's going around just like watching just people from overseas just eat shit on these trampolines everywhere <laughs> he goes. And he says just sit back and watch and laugh for hours and hours. It was cha- were, were trampolines invented in the these United States of America? That's a great question. Seems seems like the kind of thing that would be right. I mean, it seems yeah. <laughs> it's one of our yeah. proud inventions. I'm it's googling right export. now trampoline invention. <laughs> I mean, it, I will say trampolines are like ingrained within uh, gymnastics. Like, there's an element of trampoline within gymnastics. So, I don't know if if it like was from somewhere else, and obviously it's just adopted. Vi- oh. <laughs> The f- Here you go, Brian. The first modern trampoline was built by George Neeson and Larry Griswold at the University of Iowa, 1934. Perfect. Griswold. It, w- Griswold. it was trained to use and develop and hone acrobatic skills for sports such as diving, gymnastics, and freestyle skiing. Um, but now this it's, is from it's, it's, it's its own <laughs> Olympic.org, right? yeah. by the way. Like you can win a gold medal in just the trampoline, right? That's a thing. 
Yeah. Oh, have you seen the ones I on YouTube know. where they have like a wall up next to it? That that for me feels like the. You seen that where you can like walk up the thing and get to the top of the wall, and then you never saw that. What rock climbing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's like a trampoline, <laughs> but they have like a, a like I don't know, probably like thirty foot wall right up next to it. Really, and you can like walk up the wall and like get extra boost off the thing, and it's all sort of like parkour meshed in there. Very extreme. <laughs> Watched it for probably thirty seconds. Felt like I understood I, it. I had a friend in high school who had the ability to run at a wall and then start stepping on the wall and do a flip Dude, off I, of it. I, can, I have people who have very, I did that once in my life successfully, <laughs> never did it again. I was like a weirdly athletic, like right in like sixth grade. I just like hit some like, like size <laughs> to speed ratio peak where I just felt like I could pretty much pull off anything in that, in that did it once at a movie theater, never did it again. That was it. You did it in a movie, theater? in a movie theater. We were like, you know, when you're like a, <laughs> You're like a where, kid. What movie was this? I think we were like doing the thing where you wait in between movies and see two movies. I yeah. would never do that. You've never done that. Um, I've did. always wanted to do it, but I've never had the stam- stamina. It's actually pretty exhausting. You can you can max yeah. out at about three, if, and that's really pushing it. But we, yeah, we would we would do. Remember, we were winning. We went to see the Flintstones movie. We went to see. It. There was some. There was some. <laughs> brought some girls with us. You know, classic. You know, just a couple of players, and so I, well, I felt like a double feature. <laughs> That's a when great question. I, I have to think it would. It might have been like, like nineteen ninety four. There's no way you did a flip in nineteen ninety four. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't nineteen ninety four. It was. I would have been in 19, the the movie, the Flintstones movie came out nineteen. Oh well, yeah, Maybe some you, say it wasn't the. That might not be the right movie. Yeah, you may not have done the flip. Then. It could. And you know what it might have been? It was the Bond movie, like the world is not enough or something. It could have been that. I don't know. When that, that makes more been? sense. Yeah. And you would have been incur. You would have been uh, motivated, or you would have been inspired to do a flip. Yeah. After a Bond. Uh, movie, yeah. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> but um, the Flintstones, there they did have some acrobatics as well so maybe you were six years old flipping off the walls it's yeah. very possible and that you had girlfriend 1994 that can't be right maybe that's right that's right the one man. with the wu-tang song the gravel pit is there <laughs> wait, two Flintstones wait, is that from the flintstones <laughs> yeah because <laughs> the, no, the gravel pit music video has a very heavy flintstones touch to it i'm that is blowing my mind <laughs> I, I think i don't know what the 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 overlap there was but there's some kind of co-branding going on with the gravel pit i mean uh, i don't i don't know i mean you, so you're talking about the flintstones movie with john goodman as fred flintstone right i believe so yeah is there yeah. two of those is there a sequel there is a sequel it could have been a sequel could, could have been the sequel the sequel's like one of the worst could have been the sequel oh there okay okay here's what it probably was it was a prequel, and it's the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> mm-hmm. in, that was year yeah. 2000. Yeah, that's it. That's the one. And you would have been 12 years old. Yeah, bingo. And you would have been doing flips. <laughs> I would have been not watching it, doing flips in an empty theater. I remember, yeah, it could have been like the movie was playing in the background. And we were the only people in there. That, that might have been it. Now, now Wikipedia does not confirm that, that Wu-Tang Gravel Pit was, was accompanying... The There's movie release. There. There's something there. But we, I trust you. We may, be, we may have spent too much time on this anecdote. It's possible. Um, by the way, a character in the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas, played by Alan Cumming, uh, the character's name was Mick Jagged, a parody of Mick Jagger. Very clever. 
Um, speaking of Kyrie Irving, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, I mean, so I think it's, there is kind of something serious and wrong that I would be worried about as a Nets fan about this Kyrie Irving group chat leaking situation. The group chat gate, if you will, which is that Kyrie does seem like a person who doesn't want to put his trust in people all the time. Seems a little bit guarded in moments. And if you, and apparently there was a report, I think, from Taylor Rooks from Bleacher Report where she said that Kyrie has left the group chat. And if you have a guy who wants to start his own basketball league and is already naming players on who he doesn't want on the team and who he does want on the team, um, and you're already in sort of a vortex of media pressure because of what you're trying to do about social injustice, I don't think this situation, as personal as it hits being a group chat, is a good thing. Who it's was a it? bad thing. Who was it who leaked it? Current current roster, name and name. Drop that name. <laughs> Torian Prince. Busted. Torian. Get on the show. Well, we to. should add that Theo Pinson came out immediately and said, this is fake news. Uh, Chris Chioza came out, too, and said essentially the same thing. Don't, don't you um, think that this is some whoever smelt a Delta kind of kind of logic, though? I could I could <laughs> use that. Said it. I think Theo Pinson would. You would rush to say it's fake news, right, in that situation? I don't know who. Oh, and Karis LeVert also did a thing on Instagram where he. So I guess there was some story about it on Instagram, and he did a bunch of blue hats. Mm-hmm. Which I never knew that that meant that was a lie. Did you know blue hats meant that? Like, yeah, I'd never seen that. I don't spend that much time on Instagram, but I've never. I had no idea. Yeah, so that that apparently that's when you see if you see a bunch of blue hats, that means it's a lie. Like three, um, what did, but where does that come from? Why? What, what's the origin of that meme? I don't know. I I, I simply do not know. Yeah, okay. But Adam Harrington also said something. Adam Harrington, that's assistant coach, said something in particular on Twitter defending Kyrie. Um, Fred Van Vliet of the Toronto Raptors Ooh. also came out and supported Kyrie Irving, who he is a free agent, by the way. Would you consider and him a veteran at this point? Would, you, would that be a veteran? He's both young and talented and a respected veteran. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so wow. he, he maybe he's everything that we're looking for in the Ian Begley. It's everything I uh, want. Report. Yeah. Um, I, so it's, I don't know. It, I respect that, that, um, Bondi got the information when I imagine because of how he tweeted his initial report that he was talking to a player on the nets and he was like, Hey, what's going on with Kyrie? What's Kyrie talking to you guys about in the team? And the guy told him Kyrie has said to us that we we should reevaluate whether we want to go to Orlando. And, you know, he's even like within that conversation he was having with Bondi, probably also a group text, um, whether, you know, like Kyrie, Kyrie wants to start his own league, man, you know, he's, He's got a lot of big ideas and stuff like that. And then it kind of bubbled out of control. And I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's a thing. It's a real thing. Like this isn't, this is funny and it's good to talk about, but if I'm Kyrie and someone betrayed my confidence in this way and I can't pinpoint who it is, I would, I'd be distrustful of doing that same type, have that same type of conversation in the future amongst the full team. Yep, go so, back to that just DeAndre Jordan KD group chat. That's where you're going. That's where you're going back yeah. to. Yeah. Is Garrett Temple a part of that group chat? He wants to be. <laughs> no, maybe he is. I don't know. He could be. Seems like I'm kind of thinking about Garrett Temple. So if you don't, Garrett Temple's contract situation is the Nets have a team option, I believe, 
for next season. Only $5 million a year, but with the salary cap going down, if you say goodbye to Garrett Temple as the Nets, you say you will save a lot of money depending on how the salary cap works. Biggest thinking right now is that it's going to go down and it's also going to impact how the luxury tax is going to, the line's going to move down with it, at least to some level. Garrett Temple's been like a very outspoken in this moment, as he should be, because I think he's also on the leadership council for the NBPA. But what he's saying is different than what Kyrie Irving's saying. It doesn't mean they have to have the same opinion all the time because they're on the same team. Doesn't mean that at all. I just wonder if Garrett Temple's like understanding that uh, I may not be on the team next year. So I don't really care what I'm saying compared with Kyrie because he's literally contradicting Kyrie on his thoughts. So I don't know. Just just a little smoke okay. of the Garrett Temple fire. Okay, watch out there, Garrett. All right. Should we take a quick break? Yeah, and then, still a quick break. And then dive into... Uh, kind of whip my whistle, yeah. Let's, let's break it. If you were to guess on average how many days people in the U.S. have to wait to see a doctor, what would you say? A week, maybe? Actually, on average, people have to wait around 29 days to see a doctor in major U.S. cities, which is basically a month. So if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you want treatment as soon as possible. That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer, complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you with free two-day shipping. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or want to make a little adjustment to your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel at any time. So if you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, uh, otherwise known as ED, go to getroman.com slash glue for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com slash glue for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. All right. Welcome back. What a break. Brian, we have some legit NBA news to discuss in this moment. It's very exciting. Um, Sham Sharania from The Athletic has released details. If you enjoy uh, graphics and health and corporate speak, you will love the 113-page health and safety manual about the NBA's Orlando plan. And you can read a lot of it, if not most of it, on The Athletic. Go to the Athletic. Can we get the, can we get the whole slash, thing? Oh, sorry. Um, You're right in the middle of your... Sorry. Did, did he get the whole thing? Yeah, I imagine they sent someone yeah. sent it to him. No, but I want to yeah. see the whole thing on the... Is that out oh, there? Just the whole doc. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think there's a link. There's um, one, like Sometimes I like to see how it's written, you know, like how conversational it is. I just like to imagine <laughs> those, those it, conversations. I don't know if you've been reading like the New York City Health Department's guidelines for like safe sex and all that stuff during COVID. Mm-hmm. It's very conversational. I've really enjoyed the tone now we are taking within that, you know, sort of the medical community. It's no longer the sterile. No, it's like, you know, like, let me if in probably case you, don't in have case, orgies. Yeah. Right your imagination just fail on you. Let me explain. Yeah. yeah. Let me. This is what it's like out there. Don't yeah. have orgies. That's what I've read. Um, Not stopping me. <laughs> Um, so in it, in the document, there's a couple of like really delicious standout details. Wait, wait, one of which wait, wait we got to get that URL. You're just about to do it. And I interrupted you. What were you supposed to say? Oh, the slash glue guys. 
Get 40% off any oh. subscription of the athletic. <laughs> that's the URL. Really? You, you'll find <laughs> the story like, on there. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so in, in the document, it outlines all the sort of ways in which the players can enjoy their time in Orlando. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Um, one of which is a players only lounge with video games, including NBA 2K. I know that was my, my favorite <laughs> including that's, <laughs> that's the absolute best. It sounds including so childish. Tony Hawk pro skater. <laughs> you know, we'll have, arcade gaming. Yeah. Ping Ar- pong. <laughs> <laughs> the arcade gaming is so good. Who wrote that? We actually, well, area 51. We'll, we will have, we'll have rampage time crisis. <laughs> time crisis. NBA jam has yeah. to be there, right? We're NBA jam has to be within the arcade gaming. It can't just be like the yeah. hook machine. Well, you pick up a, a teddy bear, the Simpsons, the Simpsons side, oh, the, Simpsons. the beat em up. Yeah. Okay. Are we going greatest arcade game? <laughs> I mean, may sure. As, may as well, right? Uh, Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, one of the greatest. The Marvel one. Which is basically The Simpsons. The, the Marvel the side scrolling beat him up. It's another great uh, Exact same game, Marvel, yeah. Yeah. NBA Jam, of course. Uh, there is, there's a game, so at Barcade, I used to go to Barcade in Chelsea. So often. By yourself? Oh, by myself. That's where I would work. If I didn't have like work where I'd be in the office during the day, I would work at a barcade. That's amazing. That is mind blowing. Because my thing was like, part of my thinking was, yeah, I can get coffee for $3.50 and sit at uh, a coffee shop and it's very crowded and everyone's fighting for plugs. Or I can go by myself and drink a beer during a day, happy hour prices. And just sit by myself because no one's in there. Everyone is playing checkers and you're playing chess, Mike. That is Naked. that is proof. There's a great like bartender game, like Budweiser bartender game. Mm, um, I think I know that. So one. Have you? Yeah, yeah, fantastic. So it's so much fun. You know what'll happen when I <clears throat> invariably when I go to one of those places and I've been to that barcade when I've gone to see. I think. Um, Always end up on Tetris because that's the one game like I really <laughs> grew up on that game and got pretty nice. And so like if I ever need to like because like those games are hard and you can't really you can lose a lot of money just trying to get through like, you know, a five minutes of ghouls and ghosts or whatever. <laughs> but if you, you know, put me in front of some Tetris, I can make that quarter last all Dude, night long. Like I am an absolute sucker. They have they have a Star Wars game there that is designed for you. Like every video game, it is designed for you to die. At yeah, right. certain points along the path, so then you have to put more money in the machine so you can blow up the Death Star. And I will spend the five dollars that it takes to blow up the Death Star yeah. every time. The requisite five bucks. It's not fun. It's not a fun time. Yeah. But I gotta blow up that Death Star, man. Um, um I also like how ping pong here gets two note notes. We got ping pong and ping pong tables. That was written here twice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, you don't have to play it I on the floor that until you pointed it out. <laughs> yeah. Is that is that hinting at beer pong? Is that hinting at? Oh, you think so? Though I will beer pong with dipping your hand in people's cups and drinking the yeah, cups. Yeah, that's is anti coronavirus meningitis ball. With that, what you used to have. Movie screenings is on there, and we know from Keith Smith, who is the originator of the Orlando plan. He writes for Yahoo. And very is very detailed on this because he used to work for Disney for like 15 years. He lives in Orlando, so he's been on top of this. He says those movie screenings will be movies that have not yet been released, like Black Widow, Marvel's Black Widow. And it 
to me, what this is so interesting of is you have people like Kyrie Irving who is very interested in not slowing down the momentum of the social social justice movement. And of course, you also have players who are worried about the health and safety aspect. And then you probably have players who are just like, why would I spend two months of my life in Orlando? It's a waste. It's a waste of time, particularly if I'm like a Phoenix Sun. Mm. Why would I go to Orlando to spend? Like, is it a waste of time when you can see unreleased Black Widow, Devin Booker? Come on. I got to say, that's probably pulling in at least one player. <laughs> there is one There guy. is nobody out there that cares about Black Not a single human. Oh. That- now, I'm, just not, I'm not saying an NBA player. player. I'm saying a person, a human person that, <laughs> that would travel to Orlando to watch Black Widow. If episode nine was being held up because of all this and that was being offered to me, I would be going to Orlando <clears throat> and grueling through the quarantine. I mean, there's so much here. You have, as you point out, the two ping pongs, <laughs> lawn ping- games. They'll have the Wait, balls so- <clears throat> and the tables. Yeah. What what classifies it as a lawn game to you, Brian? That was another thing I was gonna, like. So this is cornhole. I'm assuming this is cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's gonna be. I mean, it's either that or the one where like it's the bars and you throw the ball with the rope on it. You ever seen those? Like a. Anyways, that's that's a cheap one. Yes. Yeah. Ladders. I think it's like ladders. Sh- sure. Or you can sure. have just a, pre- a proper slip and slide. You know. You know that that's a long game of a kind. <laughs> well, we did talk about the slam ball league slip and slides into trampolines. Oh wow! Into water, into slip and slide into, into trampolines. Tra- <laughs> so you mean you have to be standing on the slip and slide? That's like a yeah. That's the most. That is the most interesting. This feels thing. like a jackass three stunt here. Um, um, DJ sets too. The DJ, DJ set sets. of just just the, your teammates going to the DJ <laughs> set <laughs> is. <laughs> Yes, it's a special moment for sure. Because um, I don't think they're flying in Diplo to do the no, DJ no, set. No, that, that, uh, <clears throat> whoever like works at Epcot and plays that Avicii, you know, set is, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be on fire that night in front of James Harden and, and the boys. So this is going to, this hits very deep to my heart because it feels very Jewish sleepaway camp to me. Yeah. yeah. Where, they have these amenities, but they're, it's none of them are as good as it's labeled out into you know into the pamphlet right, right. that the describes have no, Camp Airy. Have no electricity, right. and that's all part of it, though. That's for that's for character building. There should be like character building and badges here as part of this, <laughs> <laughs> like riflery, you know, sailing. I'm trying to think like which player would earn the most badges. Dude, like, I remember like, the, who was going to maximize the experience the most. So I have an interesting insight into Jewish sleepaway camp because I was one of three not Jewish kids at a Jewish sleepaway camp for like six years that I went to loved it, adored it. And I can a hundred percent agree with what you're saying with the, there's like a ping pong room that was like, basically like you, first of all, the amount of dust in there was like, it was prohibitively (laughs) dusty and you went in, but the tables all had like huge chunks. You had to, there was like, if you were going to play it at all, you had to either, you know, be about the chunks. It's like, we're going to go on the chunkiest table and have this be, you know, just <laughs> like, like a sand trap and golf. These are, these are chunks missing from the table. But yeah, anyways, like just every amenity had some kind it, of like was, flaw. Yeah. It was like trying to play on like, like the, the surface of the moon. <laughs> you just have like one. Each, I remember one of them. Craters. <laughs> one year they just had like a fresh coat of paint and the paint had all these bubbles and shit. It's just <laughs> like the ball would hit like a crack and yeah, it'd be over. Um, uh, um, good memories, good memories. It, I'm excited for these guys. This feels like it's going to be so much fun now. Now that I'm thinking about this. I mean, so then, then we have mental health, which is great. Those are things. Yeah, not that's very valuable. Very different. Yes. 
virtual <laughs> chaplain services. Thank you. Yeah, it's interesting love- that they have they they made a point of saying you'll have mental health and virtual virtual chaplain, but no chaplain. So it's only no if you want the chaplain. if you want the chaplain, that's that's pure virtual. You're gonna be um, you're gonna be phoning that in. We have pools and trails for running and riding and bikes. There's personal services like barbers and manicures and pedicures and hair braiders available by appointment. 24-hour VIP concierge and then excursions, an excursions tab that include team-sponsored outings to restaurants, boating, bowling, fishing, and golfing. Uh, you can there there is some discussion that the players will at times be getting access to Disney World itself and the, like Disney's Animal Kingdom, Disney's Wild Africa Trek. We'll get back to the show in a moment, but first. Here's an important thing I can tell you over my many years of experience living on Earth is that smelling good is a good thing to do. And one way that you can smell good is by going to Hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E and .co, not .com. Hawthorne.co and use my promo code, Athletic, to get 10% off your first purchase. That's Hawthorne.co. And use my promo code ATHLETIC to get 10% off your first purchase. What you can do is, one, if you want to smell good, go there and smell good yourself. If you want to help a father in your life smell good, you can also go there and get a nice little gift. And here's a fun way of how this all works is you get to take a quick two-minute quiz. And then Hawthorne will tell you the two colognes that are best for you, one maybe for work whenever we go back to the office, and one for play. And it's totally risk-free, free shipping, free returns, makes a whole bunch of sense. You know, that standard soap smell just doesn't do it anymore. And you need to go to Hawthorne, with an E, .co, not .com, to start smelling better. Have, have they mentioned, this is, I mean, I'm sure this is on somebody's mind. What's up with weed? Are they allowed to bring weed in? Are they going to have weed there? <laughs> So they're not testing for weed. Right. Um, Florida weed is not legal. Right. Because like it's all of this sounds be... fun, but like, you know, add a little weed with that 2K. Now now you're really cooking with gasoline, right? And let's just be frank. So as there are with a lot of people in America, there are many people in the NBA who smoke weed on a very do we, regular basis. We really basis. still have to do this? It's like legal in like 35 states or something. Yeah. People smoke but weed. What is what is this? I'm very sensitive to painting a certain group of people like oh, NBA I see. players. No, that's like fair. All they do is smoke weed. I get no, it. Yeah, we yeah. all smoke weed. Yeah. Not Well, I don't. I've started to the last three nights. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching the Midnight Gospel smoking weed. It usually but, gives me panic attacks and it started to last night, so I'm probably not going to do it again. But If you're a player who did like to enjoy the use of legal marijuana you probably been doing a lot of it while whilst in quarantine and then all those players are then gonna have to be shipped off to dry 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 orlando to not smoke to, to have to go through uh basically drug rehab plus quarantine and then the nba playoffs <laughs> yeah. i don't think that's a good wow. combination i think and like there's enough references to marijuana in the document about testing that i think it's like a hint to the nba be like if you guys can bring it in do it you know, just do it. Have fun. Just like have a blast. Um, all of it's very and there's like a lot more about like wearing masks at games where guys can sit. So like the players don't have to wear masks, obviously, during the game. But like at practices, if they're not actively running, they should be encouraged to wear masks. And all of it 
seems insane, but the NBA is trying to make it as cuddly as possible. Dude, I love my favorite part of the whole thing is the significant protocols examples here that I've highlighted. This is my absolute favorite, like that. They're like, don't worry, guys. We've thought of everything. We're going to uh, like <laughs> we're going to destroy each deck of cards after we use it. <laughs> I love the idea, like, after it's been played with, that somebody, like, with, like, a bunch of, like, with plastic gloves on has to go, like, to the Disney incinerator and, like, dispose of this thing. Um, no caddies during golfing. Sucks. That's that's a big... That's a real blow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no headsets during the video games. If you bring your own headset, that feels like that should be a thing. Because, like, now you're not going to... Now you can't play... You can't squat up. No headphones. How are you supposed to... <laughs> Are you supposed to squat up, get your strategy right, get your meta together? Well, does this happen? Any- I'm so out of gaming. But when I was in high school, we had a computer science class. And obviously, the- so this was 2005-ish, 2006. I, I did it junior and senior year. And I did it sophomore and junior year. So 04 to 05 range, let's say. And the internet wasn't as strong as it is now. And a big element of computer science class was that we're all plugged into the same internet. So we play land games. Do land games, is that still a thing? Is do like, do people get together in one room beyond esports to play on the same internet? I don't think so. We have the internet now, so you don't need, <laughs> you don't need so, to. Uh, people do like get together and play like Switch, you know, Nintendo Switch on the same TV or whatever. Um, I, I would guess. But no, since <laughs> since the advent and of these high speed internets, um, we don't we don't you need no to longer be, need to plug into no, the same internet. No, well they don't. Um, the thing is, they, they want, it's not the same internet. They plug into a. It's a cl- anyways, it's not the internet. It's, it's a land oh server. Oh my god, it's not the same internet. Well, it explains oh why you don't have to do that. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, Ryan. all right. Let's move on. The real question here. <laughs> no, but my is, point is like, all like, is there going to be a big pit? of video games and like all these guys are going to be playing in a closed circuited system or is it like, it's not going to be nearly players? as cool as that because yes I, I like a conversation pit that's like filled with like a land like an awesome land yeah. whole yeah. thing with everyone's got their own pc it's super sweaty lots of and everything everyone's got a headset they're all plugged into the matrix basically at this point um but that's not going to be the way they're going to be and we put that on nba.com stream yeah now they're getting a dusty ps4 to share for 450 people that's what you're getting um <laughs> next the the big question though is families can sit together at pooling what is what is pooling what is pooling <laughs> <laughs> when you're pooling that's yeah. that's is that can you can you the, turn that the, into a the act of going to the pool is, is pooling. pooling i've never heard it before <laughs> like grilling like, it's gotta yeah, be right that's gotta be it um okay well when we're pooling um that's what you do looking it up by the way yeah no caddies during golf is weak. Yeah, that's really bad. I mean, I will volunteer to be every NBA player's caddy and just so I can hear some hot goss. Because that's where the goss, it's not just group chats. It's the golf course where all the goss happens. Yeah, I mean, and again, you can read so much more about it. I mean, Shams has done a bunch of really good writing on it. Um, you really just you can kind of look around a bunch of different sites and really dig into all the fun details and what it's going to be like. The NBA is just trying to make this sound as attractive as possible, like a Jewish summer camp. Mm. It is working as hard as it possibly can to make this experience sound as diverse and exciting and as fun as possible. And it's not that. Anyways, that's our show. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Glue Guys. 
Uh, we'll be back in your ears as soon as possible.